Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, another down day. Boy, I tell you, uh, we are racking them up. The question is, did we get a dead cat bounce or, you know, we're down like 4% on the NASDAQ. So it is looking pretty bad. But I have some things in store that might uh, be a little bit uh, lo little bit better on this. We have two very nice um, uh, bear put spreads that uh, that I put on. And uh, we'll, we'll take a look at those in just a sec. I uh, just wanted to kind of uh, bring you up to date on the market. The uh, market is in correction. So it is time to take some profits uh, if you got them. Go to cash if possible. You know, really, it's really important to be in cash. I'm about 90% in cash. Actually, I do have some things, but uh, mostly in cash right now. Uh, you want to build your watch list because when you build your watch list, when it turns around, when we get that follow-through day, uh, you are going to get another bite of the apple. So right now, just take those profits, go to cash if possible, build your watch list, and get ready to short. And as a matter of fact, I'm starting to short uh, right now. Uh, I have two stocks that I've shorted. They are, it's not a traditional short where we borrow the shares and then sell them, though if the market continues to move down, we may be doing that. This, these are bare put shorts bear put spreads that short the market. And they're a little bit safer than doing a uh, short, um, just an all-in short. So we will take a look at those in just a second. Um, I have a nice little uh, nice little uh, trade today, and that's on Boeing. Boeing uh, kind of missed its numbers, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunate for the people at Boeing. Um and it looks like they're, the price of the shares are going down. Now, I did enter the trade a little bit early, uh, and I did put a video out on this one. Um, but uh, we, we did enter that trade a little bit early. Uh, at the end of the day, we did have uh, Boeing did trade up a little bit to 154.46. But overall today, Boeing was down $12.58, or about 7.5%. Now, we do expect a dead cat bounce on that. It will pull up a little bit, and then probably it will pull back down. So what, here's what we did today. We bought a June 3rd 155 put, and then we simultaneously sold that June 3rd 145 put. So the, so the width of the spread is 10 points, 155 to 150, uh, 145. So as the stock moves down, the value of the 155 put should increase in value. Now, currently, uh, we're right at the sort of the top. We're at 154, so that it if if the stock falls, then uh, then we will see a uh, we, we will see a profit. According to my calculations, when we did this spread, uh, the stock would have to fall about. Um, would, would have to fall to below right about uh, 145 uh, to make all the money. And that's $565 on a investment of $435. So uh, from today's, from, from when we did the spread till now, it's gone up a little bit, but it, we it anticipated it adjusting back to the line that you can see here. And uh, hopefully we'll go down a little bit more. But I definitely think that is the case that we're going to see on, um, on, on Boeing. Let's take a look at the live chart on Boeing just to kind of show you what we're up against here. 
And that is uh, basically that Boeing, as you can see, just took a swan dive today. Lots of selling, uh, lots of selling on this news. You know, Boeing is going to kind of be in this structural difficulty where they're going to have a lot of trouble delivering. So basically, I do expect it to move down uh, lower. Let's look at the kind of kind of go at the weekly chart so you can see kind of what we're dealing with here. Um, right now, we're going to probably get some support right about here. Uh, that's why I'm expecting that that's 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 why that's why I'm expecting it to move down further to about that 145 level. So if we get it, if it moves down to 145 before or on or before June 30, June 3rd, we will make all the money. And in this case, the money is $535. So kind of a nice little trade. And you might be interested. I still think that, you know, depending on how it goes tomorrow, you definitely could enter that trade. I am long only on three stocks right now. Can you believe it? Everything else has been, uh, everything everything else has been sold uh, out. I mean, every everything else, everything else has been um, been stopped out. Remember, I'm always, I don't try to let any stock move down on me more than 7%, but I do have three stocks left. Um, they're American Homes for Rent. This is a REIT. Uh, it's just down about 12 cents today. Uh, and uh, Rexford Industrial Realty. This is another REIT down about two cents. And one of the stocks that did buck the trend was Novo Nordisk. I want to show you that. Let's look at a live chart on that one. NVO, of course, is the symbol for Novo Nordisk. And this this company makes most of the insulin in the world. They, they're, they're a world leader in insulin production. So even if we have a lot of downturns in the market, I do expect this to trade up. It's traded down to the 21-day line. Hopefully we'll get a nice bounce there and it will it will start to move up. But it's off a little bit in the after hours, so who knows? I may be stopped out of this one uh, as well. Currently uh, uh, on on this one, my um, my my uh, my stop loss is at 109.50 and we're currently at 109.93. So hopefully, I won't. Hopefully, we'll get a bounce here tomorrow. It's kind of looking that way, and then hopefully it'll, it'll move back up. But uh, I'm not going to take a lot of loss on it. My stop on this one is at 109.50, and currently we're at 109.93. So we're pretty darn close in the after our trading. Well, so we'll see what happens uh, with this one. But you know, I'm mostly short, and I'm starting to do. Uh, some of these bear trades. Now, if you were with us, um, if you were, were with us yesterday, I showed uh, a bear trade, a bear put spread that we did on Disney, and that's up about eighty dollars uh, from from uh, from where we entered at about three hundred thirty dollars out of our pockets to current value at about four ten. So let's take a look at Disney on the live stream uh, to see kind of what the you know what the um, patterns look like there. I'm going to go over to the daily chart to kind of show you this. Disney disappointed, uh, but is up after hours. So, you know, we're going to see a bit of a dead cat bounce here. Um, Disney did disappoint on the earnings, but after hours, it's up to 116.70. So, you know, uh, you know, we will, it, it closed at 115. That was off, uh, basically. And I do think we're going to get a little bit of a bounce here. Uh, very likely to get a bounce. The bear put spread, we entered the bear put spread basically 
uh, right about here, as you can see, right about 118. So we're definitely going in the right direction on this one. We are going to come into earnings uh, in 14 days. I do expect that we probably will be down on earnings. That would be my guess. And if that is the case, then uh, this will uh, hopefully give us some more juice here. The, the, the potential return on this one, uh, and I didn't. I should put this down on the next slide when I do this tomorrow, the potential returns of in about the $630 range on that one. So hopefully a good trade, you know, hopefully a good trade there uh, on that. So with that further ado, let's get to your questions. Um, thank you for holding on here. And uh, yeah, just uh, let's, uh, let's, let's get going as, as we speak. All right, uh, Josh, thank you very much for the question. Let's look at Meta. And of course, that is a Facebook. This is trades under FB is the symbol. Now, Facebook did trade up today on good earnings. So, you know, interesting, uh, you know, it's an interesting response to um, to probably the, the Twitter news of yesterday of the Elon Musk purchase on Twitter. We're up strongly after hours to 205. So it looks like we got a dead cat bounce here. This is a dead cat bounce where it comes down and then boom, and then it, it, it moves back up. But one thing I want to point out here, on this is that we did even with this even with this upward motion when things are going down that's when the dead cat bounce happens it'll go down and then and then it will trade up and i definitely think that's the case here i think we have a dead cat bounce on uh on facebook this may be a good short by the way uh let's take a look at the kind of the um let's look at the 10 minute chart here yeah um we did have you know it has been in this downward trend uh, we, we did get a little bit of buying at the end. So the question is how it trades tomorrow. Uh, we will see. But my guess is I would not be a buyer of uh, Meta, not not when it is in this uh, in this trend. What I would look to do possibly is if it does trade up to the 21-day line, that's where I would short it, uh, either using a bear put spread or doing a direct short using just borrowing shares and then uh, and then selling them. Currently, we're about 13% below that 21-day line. When that 20, when when the, if this trades up to the 21-day line, when it gets in with about 5% of that 21-day line, that's a place that you might want to look to short it. I'm convinced that we are going to see some weakness uh, in uh, in Meta, but right now we had a, we had a good earnings report. There's a dead cat bounce on it, so. This is, uh, you know, right now you just want to kind of watch it. You do want to sit back uh, and and watch this because you might get a situation where it will. I don't think it's going to reverse, but I definitely think it's going to pull up. And then just like with the dead cat bounces, it's going to move lower. So let's get it. Um, let's take a look at um, Home Depot HD. Uh, and this was such a great performer. Um, but this also has really some issues with all this inflation, Home Depot probably isn't going to be as strong on its numbers. Now, we have um, earnings basically in 20 days. The earnings on a Home Depot are going to be ba are going to be on um, on the 17th of May. Now, Home Depot has been a very good performer, as you can see. That it's moved up on its sales 16 percent. Uh, 11 percent and 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 the profits have moved up as well but if home depot misses here and i don't expect they will but there's a lot of inflation 
Uh, we could see weakness here. Would I buy this thing? No, I wouldn't. And why? Because first of all, we're in a correction. Uh, that's one of the main things. The market in general is in a correction, but we also have a downward trend and we're trading below that very critical 200-day moving average. So I probably would not be a buyer of Home Depot. Now, if I, if I owned Home Depot, then I might be more inclined uh, to hold it but uh, not, uh, I wouldn't hold, um, I, I probably would not would not initiate a new position at Home Depot. So uh, that's kind of my point is that right now, your best bet, if you're long, might be to just go to cash and wait for the, better, the market conditions to improve. I'm mostly cash in my portfolios right now. And basically what I'm looking for is I'm looking for that follow through day um, to happen. And when that happens, then I'll come back in using my watch list. But right now, I'm pretty much all cash except for these bear put spread trades that I'm doing after earnings when, when basically a major company is missing. That's where I'm looking to, to put a bear trade on. If you'll notice, um, both Boeing and um, both Boeing and um, uh, and um, and Disney missed. So that's kind of what I'm looking to do there. All right, let's take a question from from TikTok. Thank you from thank you for holding on here. It's uh, by the way, if you're watching on TikTok, you can get the whole feed with the charts. Just go to www Dallas Trading Floor, or just go to my profile. Click on the link, and we have a live. Um, we we have a we have a uh, we have the live YouTube feed where you can see what's going on. All right, um, let's take a look. All uh, right, uh, okay, hello, hey, thanks. Thanks, Soft Profit Gainer, I like that. Um, let's see, followed your uh, live host. Okay, Dead Cat Bounce, what is a Dead Cat Bounce? Well, what a Dead Cat Bounce is, is when the stock, when, when uh, the market or a stock is in a downward trend, and then it, it kind of, it comes down to a bottom and then it jumps up and then moves down very quickly. That's a dead cat bounce. So it's kind of like imagine having a dead cat and throwing it on the floor and having it bounce. That's kind of what it is. And that's kind of what it looks like. I do think that um, Facebook may be encountering that though. Facebook did have good numbers. So, uh, you know, we don't know necessarily if that is the case, but um, definitely the situation Oh, that is a dead cat bounce. All right, let's take a question from Josh. Uh, FCX, and that is Freeport, Freeport, Mac Moran. This is in a good area, uh, which is the metals and mining. This has been one of the few areas that has done well in this market. Part of the reason is because of the inflation, we are seeing renewed interest in some of those material stocks, some of those cyclical stocks like Freeport MacMoran. And this is one of the biggest miners uh, in, uh, you know, out there. So let's take a look at it kind of on the weekly chart. I'm starting with the weekly chart. We did have a little bit of a bounce after hours. Not really a bad dead cat bounce, but a little bit of a bounce. Um, there, as you can see, their sales have been going up. This is primarily due to the increase in the price of copper. Freeport MacMoran is one of the largest copper miners in the world. And the price of copper makes a big difference. But as you can see, we just had earnings and there was a drop at, down to that 200-day line. So 
it's starting. We're starting to get a little bit long in the tooth in some of these, um, in, in some of these mining names. So let's see if there's an entry point. Uh, if you're not already in this one, it's probably. Well, I don't know. We might see a bounce. Yeah, it looks like we have a bounce off that 200-day line, and it moved up. So you know, we might be able to 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 possibly to possibly move into a position here. They had good earnings. And there's definitely demand for what they have, and that's copper. Uh, their their uh, profits were up 110%. Wow, that's really good. That's the first quarter. Uh, and their sales were up uh, 36%. So they're really doing very, very well. Um, the question is, can you buy them here? Well, maybe, because it does look like we might have gotten a bounce off that 200-day line. And that is a secondary buy point. As you can see, it's come along here, and then it's bounced off that 200-day line twice. So this would be like the third bounce off. And it did look it did look like it moved higher. It went down, it bounced, and then uh, it pulled up, but, but then it pulled right down to this level of resistance. So right now, resistance for Freeport Macaron is about at 43. Uh, here's the thing. I, you know, this is this is potentially a reversal. I do agree with you, Josh. This is potentially a reversal, uh, and I do think, though, it needs to move up about 43 to really complete that reversal. Um, see how this trades tomorrow. I would watch this this one. If it moves, if it closes above 43, then I think you might be in a situation where um, you know where where you're going to get a support. So, uh, so I would wait for a close above 43 and and that's kind of that's kind of where that's that's kind of where I would that's kind of where I would do it uh, I would wait for this close above about 43 on this one but currently I am very very light again I'm not really adding to any of my long positions I'm just waiting for uh, potential shorts to come of my way and that's what I'm sort of doing that's sort of how I'm handling it right now. So I probably personally would not be a buyer here, um, but it does look like it is a potential reversal. So very good. Hey, Jim, where do you put your stop loss uh, percent wise uh, in a spread trade? Uh, just as it goes, uh, it goes opposite. Very good question. Very good. Trade. Thank you, Sarah. So very much. Oh, from Honolulu. Wow. That's great. Thanks for watching me from Honolulu. So appreciate it. Um, where would you put your, your stop? Good question. Um, here's what I do is I look to see where the potential, um, you know, where, where the potential break even went, and I put an alert there. So let me go ahead and see if I can jump on over to the, uh, j- jump on, jump on over to the, um, uh, to, to the, to the, to the uh, to the trade. So let me see if I can share that out really quickly here. And what I'm doing here, let's I'm going to go over here and see if I can share out the screen. See if it'll let me. Um, okay, bring it up here. Hold on. And this is going to be Disney. Okay, there's the bear put spread on Disney. So let me kind of show you how that sort of uh, is working. 
All right, so let's share that screen first. All right, basically what, what's happening here is that when we when we look at how the trade works, uh, I haven't updated this this one for today, but but um, we want to be setting our alert. We want an alert on this one. Basically, when the we we reach um, we we reach the break even. The, currently, the break even is at one thirteen, but we're early in the trade. So here's what I would do on this one. I would set an alert uh, on that. So let's see the the let's see where it closed. Uh, today, uh, let me just see where Disney closed. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just getting the price, the exact price, where Disney closed today. So basically what we want to do is if it moves above about 115, that's where we want to be potentially uh, closing the trade. And, and one of the things, if you have access to this, and I'll show you this on the chart, um, if you have access to the to to my slides, I'm going to I'm going to show you this little trick here. If you have access to my slides at the bottom of the at, at the bottom of the of the dashboard slide, I have a little link here, and uh, I don't know if I can. Uh, yeah, I have a little link there, and that link moves it over to a calculator, the options profit calculator. And what I can do is if I if I want to take a look to see kind of, you know, where I can close it, what I'll do is I'll put this in and then I'll look at the chart and then I'll go to the day. For instance, today is the 27th. So I'll go right down here and look to see kind of where it closed today. Well, uh, uh, according, to, according to what I have, it closed right uh, at about 118. Let me just make sure that I have... Let me just show you where it closed today. So this is a little bit of a little bit of a rigmarole calculation, but you'll get the hang of it if you do it a few times. It's not that hard. It's just it's just a, it's a number of steps that you have to do. So what I'm doing is I'm going to look for the closing price of um, uh, I'm I'm going to I'm going to look for for the closing price of um, let's go right back here to. Oops, should be showing that, right? No? <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. There we go. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let me just, let me pull up another screen here that's a little easier to, to, to use. Uh, Boeing, um, there we go. All right, <laughs> a lot of rigmarole there. Uh, so let me sh let me show you that uh, that as well. So here's 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 the chart that we're looking at in terms of the bear put spread on Disney. Uh, currently, it's four twenty seven here, and the price of Disney uh, it was up a little bit today is one sixteen. So that would be currently right about here, right right about here. Now, if we were to close this today, I don't recommend it. Uh, we would we would close it and we would, we would suffer a eight a, an eight dollar loss here. So we probably don't want to do that. Uh, so here's what I would do. I would set an alert basically and I, and I do have an alert set right about here 
at about 118 right here. And as you can see, as it moves forward, we're going to move that stop loss down, uh, that, that, uh, that alert down. And so we want to make sure that uh, it stays in this track as it's moving as, as, as it's moving lower. Now, there's a number of ways to do that, but I find that the easiest thing to do is if you have uh, if you have charting software that allows you to set an alert, that's what I would do. Or you can just check at the end of the day on Yahoo to see, and I think they allow alerts on Yahoo as well. Uh, you want it, you want to close out this position if it is moved below about 118. So that's kind of that's kind of the where that's kind of where you want to uh, you know potentially uh, to, to potentially alert and then and then you would you would close it out. So as long as it stays in the 116 range and it moves lower, I think you'll be fine on this trade and uh, hopefully you'll make some money on it. Definitely uh, that has been the case uh, up until now. We've we've I'm just going to update it here a little bit. I think we've made about eighty dollars on it so far in the in the last uh, two days or so. So that uh, is looking pretty good. All right. Uh, so pull back to the. Um, let me pull back to the uh, the charts here. There we go. The Market Smith. Relaunch those charts. There we go. Okay, now now we're back <laughs> with the charts, and we're looking for something to look at from here. All right, so let's like to the next question. Thank you so much. And so that's kind of what I would do there. Um, that that's that's what I would do there. And um, thank you, Sarah, very very much. So basically, what the stop loss I would have on this one is as if it moves above about one. Um, one one eight. That's where I would be considering getting out of it. All right, Matt is uh, talking about a bear spread on GE. Not a bad, not a bad place, not a bad uh, stock to look at um, for that. Uh, but let's take a look at GE. Boy, oh boy, oh boy! It looks like they had after hours. They yeah, look at that. Wow, a spectacular drop in terms of that one as well this could be a very good thank you very much for this this is a this is a good yeah it looks like they had a looks like they had a, a miss here on their um ge had a miss after hours so they were zero so they were flat no change in sales uh but they but uh, the earnings are up up 85 percent. so the question is this is sort of a neutral trade um let me just see if I can, yeah, okay, and it, it sold off pretty strong. What I would do is I would wait for this one to trade up a little bit. It's trading up a little bit, and then when it when it reaches, when it moves up, and then it reverses, that's where you want to short it. But I definitely think this is a candidate for it. I want to look at a few more things here. What I like about this one is it's a fairly large stock, so it's very liquid. So you're going to get the options that are priced very effectively, I mean, very close the problem with, when you have these smaller issues is that the options don't reflect the real cost. But on a, on a company that has as many shares outstanding, that's not going to be the case here. So I definitely like that. Currently, uh, we are we are 12% below the 21-day average. That's interesting. 
So here's what I would do. I would wait for this to trade up a little bit. I think it's probably going to trade up tomorrow. And then if it reverses lower, that's where you want to short it. But definitely this could be a, a bear put spread, GE bear put spread. So I definitely think this one's looking very good on that. I really appreciate that uh, suggestion there because I think that's uh, potentially a really good deal. All right, Jim, Tesla st um, stock split leaked rumor to be a 120 from JP Morgan. That's interesting. Once um, they've approved the shares, can we enter? I would wait on I would wait on it, but I, I think that is going to be a great opportunity, but I would not on Tesla here, I would be very careful. I would not, I would, you know, because of the, of the down market, I love Tesla. I, I'll be honest with you. I think it's one of the most innovative companies out there, but I'm not so sure that it can hang on. It's fallen below 1000 and that was a key level of support. And right now it's at the, the, the um, it's at the uh, 200 day moving average. Part of the reason why, we're seeing the um, part of the reason why we're seeing the NASDAQ down so much is because of two issues and that being Apple and Tesla. They've been selling off. So I would be careful here. I would wait. Um, uh, I think you possibly could start looking at buying if we bought them at about 800, which, you know, we might. But uh, looking at this relative strength line pointing down, we're definitely going to be some going down some more. So I would be really careful about this. I think you just got to watch this at, at this point. I know I know the temp. There's a, such a FOMO of thinking, "Wow, I could buy a Tesla for 800." But uh, you know, don't give in. Don't uh, give in in to to the FOMO. Basically, we got to wait. Unfortunately, now with uh, Tesla until Kathy Wood starts selling, and she might. And when she starts selling, that's when we're going to dive in back. back we're, that's when we're going to get back in. Unfortunately, Kathy Woods hasn't been um, hurt enough. And when she is hurt more and she starts selling and she's going to have to, um, and I want to look at the ARC funds, that's when we want to start looking to acquire some more, um, some, some, some more uh, Tesla. This is the ARC funds right now. As you can see, the, it's an absolutely horrible chart. Uh, it's just going down, down, down. Relative strength is ten, forty-eight dollars. I mean, this thing eventually is gonna is gonna turn, but maybe not for a while. So, um, you know, I think we just gotta wait and just watch it. And that is hard to do with uh, with something like Tesla. It really is. Um, all right. Uh, okay. How low can <laughs> how low can Teladoc fall? Boy, I don't know. Um, T-Doc, I, I love T-Doc, you know, two years ago. I was, I was, I was definitely in it. Um, but, you know, I think it could go, you know, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Um, and let's go back to the monthly chart. You know, I, as hard as this, as hard as this sounds to, to believe, you know, stocks uh, can continue to move down. If you look at this uh, chart, if you look, if you look at this chart here, I mean, we could literally easily, very, very easily uh, get to 16 on this, uh, 35 on this one. And if it blows below that, you know, it's likely to go down to 12, okay? So just because it's been a high flyer in the past doesn't mean that it can't give up all of its gains. 
The problem with Teladoc and the problem with the area that it's in is that it there it doesn't have much of a moat. I mean, once uh, tel once telemedicine gets going, everybody's going to do it, and it just doesn't have as much of a defendable moat. Initially, it was great, but I think that you know it's going to be tough for Teladoc. So. I think it could go a lot lower. I think it could go at least to 35. If it falls below 35, then, woof, I, then I think we're taking a huge risk. Let's take a look at Zim. And that one, um, you know, this has been a great performer, but it has sort of just like everything else in the market right now. It's just, uh, it's, it's been, it's been tough for Zim. Um, it does look kind of like it's, it's forming, it, it's forming a reversal here. It didn't come all the way down to the 200-day line. That's very, very good, because the fact that it didn't come all the way down to that that uh, that 200-day line says that there's some strength there. Uh, and this is definitely top performing in the the ocean transportation. This is very good group still, uh, being at uh, 19 out of 197. So this is one of the top groups in the market. So has it reversed? Well, I think it might. If it gets, if it, if it can move above that 21-day line, that's where you want to start possibly, uh, possibly buying it. I'm not buying it right now, just because of the overall market conditions. But the 21-day line for Zim is at 58.73. We're at 57.10 after hours, so we're very close to that 200, that 21-day line. If it can come up to the 21-day line and hold it, then we might start a small, small, small position. But uh, right now, it's just a tough, tough way to get in there. Just, uh, just, just tough, tough. Um, thoughts on fight? Um, uh, thoughts on Facebook um, are flying high. Well, you know what? I, you know, I think that sounds great, but I think it's a dead cat bounce. So I'd be very careful buying. Facebook here, I think it, you know, I think there's, I think it could, I think it could reverse on people very, very easily. I think it's a dead cat bounce. <coughs> I would have, um, I should have the opposite of, of oh, what shit. Kramer says, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing about Jim Cramer. Jim Cramer's job, Jim Cramer works for CNBC and, and they have lots of big advertisers with lots of money. And, and, and it's basically his job to hype stocks. Now, one thing you got to know about Jim Cramer is right before the meltdown in 2008 with Lehman Brothers, he was saying buy, buy, buy. So be careful with him because right now they're touting Facebook, but Facebook could be under a lot of pressure. Netflix, you know, look at Netflix. Uh, Netflix was was um, was seeming invincible uh, just a very short time ago. And now not so much. This is the chart of Facebook. I just don't, I would not be buying this chart. I'd be potentially shorting this chart. Absolutely potentially shorting this chart. As you can see, it pulled all the way down and then pulled up to that 50-day line, and then it's lost its way here. I think this is a potential short, but today it's traded up after hours. It sort of missed a bullet, but it didn't trade up all that much. Now, in after hours it did, but it just didn't trade up all that much. So I think uh, I think this one's a potential short. I'm not shorting it now. I'm waiting. I'm going to wait until it trades up. But if it does dead cat bounce like I think it's going to, uh, then I think it could be a short. All right. Let's look at Apple. Uh, and then, uh, good. 
And Apple has been, you know, this is the bellwether of all bellwether tech stocks. Uh, this is this is where the Nasdaq is, and this is why the Nasdaq is so damaged right now. You'll notice that it has violated the 200-day line. You see, it's done it. It did it once back here in March, and then it's done it again. So if we look at the weekly chart on Apple, we're going to see it's violated. You know, it it's it may it, it's violated the two, the 200-day line. Now, if it reverses and moves higher. We're okay, but if it does not hold here, if it moves below this consolidation at 182, if it move, if it, if it moves below, let's see, let's get the exact price on it. Um, if it if it moves below the bottom of that consolidation, that's where the resistance is, at about 150. If it moves and holds below 150, it's going lower. It's going to go lower. Currently, it's in an upward trend. Currently, Apple is an upward trend. So uh, I'm not a buyer of Apple at this price, but currently it's an upward trend. So if you're owning Apple, it's not the time to sell it. But if it but if it can't hold, if it can't hold above 150, that's where you want to start lightening up. So right there, if it can't hold below uh, above that, then it's probably going to go lower. But Apple is one of the ultimate bellwethers in the whole stock market. It's 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 widely widely held by everybody. So there you go. Um, Boyle is hot. Um, uh, should have bought it and sold it. <laughs> yes, it is, Alberto. It is. Um, you know, the, uh, you know, the natural gas is, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely one of the, one of the things that's making it, making it work. I probably should cover more I should probably cover this more because it's, you know, it's been doing so well. Um, there we go. Um, definitely had an update today. It spiked, then it, it bounced off the uh, 21-day line. That's where you want to look for it, and it's and it's got nice mo nice movement. So yeah, there's there's definitely um, this definitely has momentum to the upside. No question about it. No question about it. Momentum to the upside, and it does look like. You know, it's probably going to go. It's probably going to make a higher high. Definitely. Let's look at the weekly chart to see. And uh, yeah, and, and right now it's at eighty nine. If it can, if it can move above this resistance right here, then then we're then we're off to the races. It did it did it did pierce above there as you can see. Uh, basically, a week ago it was at one ten. So uh, this definitely could move higher. There's no question of it. This is an upward trend. And uh, this could definitely move higher. So you probably want to watch list this one. I'm probably not a buyer here, but uh, you know, definitely could do definitely could do that. Um, Sam is uh, asking about the Qs. The, the Qs are damaged now. The QQQ is an ETF that follows the top 100 stocks in the Nasdaq, and uh, it it has been very weak as of late. Let's go over the daily chart. This is where the this is where all the concern is. It was down about four percent today, which means that very very large funds are selling the stocks that are in the QQQ. Now, the biggest stocks in the QQQ are Apple, Tesla, uh, Google. I think Google is going to be Google didn't make its number, um, so that's part of the reason for the weakness in this right now. I would be scaling out uh, if you're not if you're not already out of this. Because if 
with 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 the cues, if we're in a correction, you don't want to be in the cues. You just don't want to be in the cues. Spider, pretty much the same thing. Uh, or spy, of course, is the ETF that tracks the uh, that tracks the S and P five hundred. That's also showing just this massive sell off. So I do think with the inflation and a lot of other things, these indexes are not escaping it. That's part of the reason I'm going to cash and I'm staying in cash. And then I'm trying to find selective shorts that I can do on relatively large cap stocks. So uh, that's kind of my that's kind of my take on it uh, for now. All right. Let's take a look. And it's probably getting at the end here. Ah, shop. I did not. I did not. I, I, I had I was trying to to put a to put a short on Shopify and I still am I'm kind of waiting I tried to get a fill I didn't get a fill yesterday on Shopify I really wanted to short it um, and I still want to short it because I just think it's going to go lower uh, it's just it's just one of those things it's it's a high flyer it's been a good stock but now it's time for it to sort of move lower and I do think that it's going to move lower the question is can we can we short it here I kind of want to wait for it to rally a little bit, um, but I think that there's a definite short here on Shopify. It did. It it has it it has moved up to 425 in the on the on the week. Now here's the thing: um, you want to short it as it's moving up. So as it's moving up and you can't get traction, that's where you want to uh, potentially short. I did not short this one today, but I am looking to do a bear straight on this one because I do think it is coming up to, um, you know, it's, it's coming up to the, um, the 21 day line, at least getting a little bit closer. And I think it will move lower. Now uh, we're going to have earnings here in eight days. So that there's a little bit of a risk there, but I do think it's going to go lower after earnings. Uh, even though, I mean, I think earnings are fairly good, but in this market, you see they're, they, the problem with this stock is, um, and it's a great stock, is that they're losing money. And that is death in this particular market right now. So they lost money in the last quarter. Last two quarters, they've been losing money. Now, their, their sales have been going up, but they're losing money. And in this kind of a market with a P-E ratio of 67 and a price up here in, the, in, the, in, in, in this, this is probably going to go lower. But here's what I would do. I would wait until we get a reversal so we're, we're we're this the 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 cat is bouncing up but and and we may soon get it uh we 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 may soon get a reversal and then when when it reverses that's when you want to short it so this is definitely on my radar screen uh if you you know and i, I want to do this put out um i'm going to try to figure out how to send out a text alert when i do short uh, these because I think that this one shop is definitely it's definitely on my short list to um, to, to 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 short. Let this move up a little bit. It's up in the after hours. We're probably going to see a dead cat bounce, maybe to 440, and then once it once it gives up that level, that's where you want to short it. So uh, definitely, Ollie, definitely a good opportunity. All right, let's look at Boeing, and of course, Boeing is one of the ones that I did, um, uh, that I that I did do a, a bear put spread on today. 
I did move up a little bit after hours. That's kind of, I think, a dead cat bounce move because it'll come down and it'll come down a little bit too far. And then, you know, it will, it will, it will, it will, um, it will rally up. Let's see if we can get the, uh, the daily chart. There we go. Let's get the daily chart up here. Thanks, George. Appreciate it. This question, because I did short this one today. Actually, it's not a, sh a traditional short. It's a bear put spread, but it essentially shorts for that distance between those, 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 uh, the, the distance between um, the, the, uh, the puts of basically 10, 10 uh, points. So uh, this one definitely, you know, is going to make a move. It's up a little bit after hours. There's, this is what I'm talking about, the dead cat bounce, the 155 level. Let me see if I can, um, let me see if I have the, uh, if I can share the slides on that one. Okay. Um, it's Disney. I think I, I think I had it. Let's see if I can, uh, this is going to be BA. Uh, no, I didn't, I don't have it. Anyways, I have, I have the little video that I did, but I don't have the, the slides handy, unfortunately. Oh yeah, I do. What am I talking about? Of course I do, and they're and they're right here. There's my other deck, but let's come back to the to the um, to the Boeing short. When it closed today, it was at 154.46, and that would be showing in here. It's bounced a little bit. It's 155, so it's definitely bounced up. But I do think, based on this chart, we're likely to see it move lower. I'm going to take a look at the 10 minute chart, the interday chart, and see kind of what is happening here. And so at the end of the day, you know, we were up here at 160. We dropped. This was the this is the big drop. Then we we bounced. This is the dead cat bounce right here. Wine. And then we we kind of bounced once and then we're bouncing again. But I suspect tomorrow it's likely to do this. It's like a town. So it's gonna go kind of like this. So that's kind of how a dead cat bounce looks. What happens is that it falls, it bounces once, comes down, bounces again, and then goes further down. And that's kind of what I'm seeing here with this particular pattern. So uh, hopefully we'll have another opportunity to enter that uh, tomorrow uh, on Boeing. But I did do the bear put spread on that one. Basically where I entered it, um, $435 out of my pocket uh, by buying that 155 put and simultaneously selling that 145 put both on the June 3rd expiry there for a total of $435 out of pocket. Now, if this thing falls basically to 150, which I definitely think there's a high possibility it will in 30 days, it will go uh, basically fall five more points. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, and that's pretty conservative, I believe. Uh, if it moves down uh, to about 150, it currently it's at 155, then we will make all the money on this one. And I think it's, uh, what, what is the calculation on this one? Let's take a look. Uh, the calculation on this one is 565. So not a bad little, uh, not, not a bad little uh, potential profit there. All right. We are pretty much out of time. What is a good entry for Google for long-term? Wait. Wait until we're a confirmed uptrend. Currently we're not. That's the problem. Uh, in the market. So, um, you know, for Google, uh, 
uh, you know, wait for a follow through day. And what do I mean by follow through day? Well, you need to Google this one, <laughs> Google. Uh, you're, you're Googling the, it, but you need to wait for a follow through day on this one. A follow through day, the, right now the market is in a downtrend. And so we really don't want to be buying anything in a downtrend. You want to wait for that, that um, you want to wait for that uptrend to happen. If you're unfamiliar with what a follow through day is, please look it up uh, by, by, by typing it into Google and reading it because it's really interesting. And it's very time tested. Um, time tested. Right now, the market is in correction. So I am not buying anything right now because it's in correction. I'm shorting and I'm keeping what I have and I'm reducing positions if I have to. But I'm primarily in cash. Even though it looks like a good time to buy, wait in for a follow through day. And if you don't know what a follow through day is, um, the easiest way to find out is to go to uh, Google, type in follow through day. And it will tell you exactly what I'm talking about. Thank you, everybody, so much for taking a look at my show. Um, I try to do this show every um, every day at about five o'clock. If you know if everything is going right, uh, about five o'clock, and then we go typically for about 45 minutes. If you're not already a member of the Action Trade Alerts, super easy to do. Just go to www Dallas Trading Floor and a first and last name and an email address, and uh, we'll get you all set up on that. We also have the Discord room, which uh, is also very, very interesting. You can find out more about this, of course, by going to dallastradingfloor.com and uh, just clicking on the link, and it'll give you a little bit of a description of what we're talking about there as well. Um, so I will be back tomorrow at 5.30. Uh, but till then, happy trading.